Welcome to the Productive Life Podcast. In this podcast, you will hear a lot of different tips and techniques to help you with your overall productivity. If you are a fellow college student listening to this podcast, then we invite you to not only listen, but to take the information we give you and apply them to your life so that you can effectively manage your time well in school. Over the next semester, you will hear content that will be applicable to anyone who wants to improve their lifestyle, not governed by works and academics. We also believe that productivity is to be used for the glory of God and that His name will be glorified through whatever we do. If becoming productive is just a means to an end, then there will be no purpose and meaning in life. But in this podcast, we seek to approach productivity as a God-given gift so that believers can use them to not only benefit our lifestyle, but to benefit the lives of many others with this gift God has given us. In today's episode, we will be talking about the power of focusing, the flow state, and how it connects to our ability to focus, and also some helpful apps and extensions to help us when focusing. So if you're up for the challenge, let's get productive. Hey guys, and welcome to the second episode of the Productive Life Podcast. I'm your host, Christian Cha. Today, we'll be talking about our ability to focus. Now, I chose focus as the topic for this episode because I think it is one of the most essential habits to have as a student. The ability to focus, and to focus well, I may add, is a powerful skill to have not only as a student, but in life in general. The ability to focus does not mean multitasking, but the opposite of that. We will explain more shortly, but if I can give an analogy, it's like hammering nails, and these nails can represent your daily tasks, your homework assignments, or general responsibilities. Multitasking means that you pound on several different nails at once, aimlessly hoping that all the nails will drive through the wood. However, when we focus, we focus on one specific nail, and we pound it until the nail is driven through the wood. This is more effective because all the attention is given to the task of pounding on one nail instead of, let's say, ten. And you save more time by focusing on one nail instead of moving around, pounding on the other nails, and correcting your accuracy every single time. Anyways, I hope this metaphor gives you a picture of what the ability to focus is. Now to give a definition. To be honest, there are different definitions out there, but I found one at the Cambridge English Dictionary that proves to be quite helpful. Basically, focus is, quote, careful attention that is given to something such as a task or the ability to give your full attention to something, end quote. Now, this definition is helpful because we see some overlap between the definition and the metaphor I just gave. Notice that focus requires the ability to give one's full attention to something. This is crucial. Because when we multitask, we get nowhere and our brain gets lost into doing several different responsibilities at once. 
And since I love giving analogies, let me give you one more. I want you to imagine a hamster ball with three little cute hamsters, so eager to get the ball rolling somewhere. But here's the catch: the hamsters are all trying to go in separate directions because they cannot come to a consensus on which destination to go to first. Now I want us to imagine a similar scenario with the same hamsters and the same ball, but this time instead of trying to go in different directions, they all go in one direction because they decide to reach one destination. I believe this is a great image for how powerful focus can be. By focusing on one task for an extended period of time, without any distractions or wanting to multitask, getting stuff done will be more effective and will save a lot of time. Now, building on this analogy, when the hamsters are on a roll—no pun intended—they are in the zone. It's like this feeling where you don't want to stop working on whatever you're doing, and you're fully focused. This is called the flow state. And according to Mihai Csikszentmihalyi—forgive me if I pronounce his name incorrectly—a Hungarian-American psychologist. He defines it as the state in which people are so involved in an activity that nothing else seems to matter. The experience itself is so enjoyable that people will do it, even at a great cost, for the sheer sake of doing it. It's like washing the dishes. Once you actually put the gloves on, grab the sponge, and wipe the plates, it's a bit hard to stop once you. Get in the groove of it. It's like a game of Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Once you grab the controller, pick your characters, and choose the stage, then it's pretty hard to just not want to do it anymore. You may have noticed that I didn't say anything about how much time you should put in focusing on a task. Don't worry, I didn't forget. But I actually wanted to introduce you to some cool techniques to help. With your focus, do you guys know what the Pomodoro technique is? And yes, Pomodoro, like the tomato. But basically, think of it as a timer, a timer for your focus time. I'll explain it in simple steps. Number one, decide on the task to be done, whether that be a class assignment or responsibilities or whatnot. Number two, set the Pomodoro timer, which is typically twenty-five minutes. Number three, work on that task for however long you set it. So in this case, twenty-five minutes. Four, end work when the timer rings and take a short break, typically five to ten minutes. Number five, if you have fewer than four pomodoros. Go back to step two and repeat until you go through all four pomodoros. Number six, after four pomodoros are done, four pomodoro cycles, complete the fourth pomodoro cycle and then take a longer break, typically twenty to thirty minutes. Once that long break is finished, return to step two and repeat however many pomodoro cycles you wish to do. Did you get that? Sounds simple enough, right? 
But wait, I gotta add some more things. Make sure when you're working on a task to get rid of any distractions. So that may be hiding your phone in plain sight. I put mine in my backpack so I don't see it. And it may even mean going to the library when no one is going to disturb you. Also, if something pops up in your mind during the Pomodoro cycle, then I would suggest quickly writing it down somewhere or making a note of it so that you don't forget and you're not distracted by the thing that pops up. Of course, if there's an emergency and you need to do that thing that pops up in that moment, do that first. But if it's not a priority and you need to get stuff done, then jot it down somewhere. Of course, the Pomodoro cycle can go longer or shorter than 25 minutes on a single task. It's not like you exactly have to study for 25 minutes, but 25 minutes is the standard time in which a typical adult can give uninterrupted focus on a task. You may be asking why or even how this is effective in the long run. Well, according to research done by different professionals, psychologists, etc., the 25 minutes of uninterrupted focus on a task is fairly standard. That's the amount of time we should be giving on tasks anyway. But the real evidence is on the 5 minute or 10 minute break times. See, the shorter the amount of time between switching between tasks, the more motivated our brains are to complete them in order to continue receiving these rewards. In this case, the rewards are the sweet satisfaction of crossing off our to-do list or maybe having a snack in between these break times. By telling ourselves that we get breaks after completing 25 minutes of in uninterrupted work, we look forward to the breaks and actually the work goes by faster. Short breaks between tasks are proven to be vital. Obviously, sitting down for long periods of time isn't healthy to begin with. So these breaks actually improve focus as well. I'm pretty sure you can find a bunch of Pomodoro techniques slash timers out there on the internet. If you use Chrome, for example, there are probably a lot of Google extensions out there. But the app I personally use on my computer is Be Focused. I use this pretty much for the entirety of college and I love it and I use it every day. It's a free app and of course it's a timer, but it also tracks the number of Pomodoros you do in a day and you can set the maximum number of cycles you want to accomplish in a day. I usually set it to around five or six Pomodoros, which is about two and a half to three hours of work. But sometimes I can go over or under depending on how much I actually need to do. Again, that's called be focused. Or if you want some white noise with the timer while you're studying or doing work, then I suggest using the app Tide, T-I-D-E. It's essentially the same thing, you know, standard timer, 25 minutes, all that jazz. But while the timer is going, there will be white noise playing in the background. And what's cool is that you can choose what white noise you want. 
ocean sounds, river sounds, rain noises to choose from. There are also cool ones like a library one, a cafe, and many more, of course. Oh yeah, it's free. I love this app because of the white noise options. There are a ton of them. Again, that's tied. This nifty trick called the Pomodoro technique is really effective for getting stuff done. If you want to go more in depth on how it works, the whole philosophy behind it and whatnot, then I'm pretty sure you can find many YouTube videos and articles about this technique that I cannot say in this episode. Well, all that's to say, I think this episode gave you a general gist of what the pomo technique, pomo, pomodoro technique is. So obvious. So when do you use it? Obviously, you should use it when you need to focus. Situations may include, like when you're under time pressure to get an assignment done, or maybe you have a bunch of things to do. And you need a way to effectively work on one task at a time, which is currently my situation right now: juggling eighteen credits, a part-time job, and other personal goals I want to achieve. I don't know if this will help you, but my goal every single day is to complete five to six Pomodoro cycles every day, so that every day I work on my homework assignments on a consistent basis. And I am continually reminded of the things I need to do. I want to challenge you guys to try this technique for yourself and make it a habit of yours. If you really need to focus on things that matter to you, and this doesn't have to be strictly related to homework and papers, I will also challenge you to use a Pomodoro cycle, maybe for devotions as well. Might be really helpful and will help you focus on God and His Word without any distractions. But in any case, whether that's getting your homework assignments done, focusing on specific time frames to dedicate your time toward a certain habit, or anything at all, really, I would highly recommend this technique. All right, friends, that's all the time we have for today. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Productive Life Podcast. Until next time, folks, get out there and stay productive.